Hey there, Michael Griffiths here, founder of Referral Marketing Guru, and welcome to this week's Get More Referrals Today podcast. Uh, today, something a little bit different, got a special guest, and it is just so relevant because we live in this world where we love stories. We're brought up on stories. In fact, I know, just like me, what were you told growing up? Nursery rhymes, fables. You were told different stories the whole way. And what I love in the world that we live in today is the easiest way to connect and build relationships with each other is through sharing stories. So hang tight. I'm about to bring on our special guest for today. As always, hey, we're not going to run ads. We don't bring on sponsors. It's really simple. If you love the show, share it. It's the best thing you can do to be able to help more business owners out there uh, grow their business, become more profitable, create this ripple effect throughout society that we talk about all the time. So if you love the show, hey, whether you are listening on your favorite podcast platform, watching it across any of our social platforms, YouTube, make sure you hit that follow button, that subscribe button, leave a comment, leave a review, and just share it to one other person. That would be absolutely amazing. Okay, without further ado, let me bring on a very special guest. Uh, Kyle Gray is in the house with us. Uh, Kyle, I had the pleasure of meeting oh, only a couple of months ago. Uh, Kyle's details there, the storyengine.co. But what really took me back is how quickly we were able to, to resonate and bond with each other simply because we both love stories. We both love sharing stories. And uh, as we dived more into the things that Kyle was doing and how he's helping people, how they were getting to create their stories, it really just went, ah, makes so much sense. Because unfortunately, too many of us, we try to be too logical. We try to be too analytical. We try to explain what we do or how we do it rather than the why part. And as you know with me, Amy, you've got to tap into that limbic part of the brain. And that's what stories do. It taps into the limbic part, the feeling part of the brain. So I'm super excited to bring Kyle along. Uh, welcome so much to the show. People who haven't come across you before, let's start there. Tell us a little bit more about yourself and the journey to bring you here so far. Michael, thank you so much for having me. It's it's such an honor, and I've been I've enjoyed connecting with you and collaborating with you. You just did a show on on my podcast as well, and and uh, yeah, when you like you said, we just were um, immediately uh, aligned. And I feel uh, every time we speak, I feel like we do very similar things and just apply them in different spaces. And so, um, yeah. Uh, it's it's so fun to be here today. And I am a storytelling and presentation expert. And so I work with other experts, typically people who are very experienced speakers and have become a little bit too smart for their own good. Um, it becomes difficult to separate themselves from their experience and their wisdom and really distill it down into the the perfect clear message that they really need and so i work with those people to use weave their knowledge in with good storytelling strategic teaching that instead of just dumping a bunch of information will actually move somebody towards a decision of working with you and overcome their biggest objections and uh 
and creating a real heart connection because uh, it's not enough to get good results or to have good things to teach these days, although they are very nice to have when you have them and very important ingredients. But there's hundreds of others, if not thousands, if not tens of thousands of, of people who are offering more or less the same product that you're offering in the world and the same knowledge. And what separates you from them is really your own personal story, your values, and the reason why you have put these particular set of skills that you have together to show up today. And yeah. some people, it's going to make a lot of sense to, and some people it won't. And that's exactly the advantage that you're, you're looking for. And so um, I have honed this skill of storytelling and persuasion over eight years uh, working in digital marketing, um, working for various uh, companies and organizations and presentation and self-publishing and storytelling. And uh, I actually got my start working for uh, a startup and uh, working with a bunch of surf buddies of yours, um, really in kind of the earlier days, or I, I uh, was working with Dan Norris um, at WP Curve and taking over the, uh, the content marketing uh, section of this startup and telling the story of how that startup was growing, what it was doing, learning how to work remote. Uh, I was in pretty over my head. I had never really done any remote work. First time kind of working for a startup, moved to a different country. I was living in Thailand at the time. I, I, I jumped into the deep end, but uh, it was some formative and, and incredible years uh, working within a, within a company like that and learning how it ran and then building on that experience over over the course of many years and evolving from content marketer to um to copywriter to uh presentation coach and just really focusing and distilling down where i really enjoy to play in this in this space and where i feel like i can create the most value and impact uh for the people that i work with and um, yeah, that's, that's, uh, a very short story of, of how I, how I came to do what I do. Yeah. Love it. Fantastic. So in essence, we, we talk all the time that you've got to stand out. You, you've got to, you've got to be different and there's an easy way for everybody to be able to stand out and it's just simply be you and share you. Because we all have different upbringings and we all have this uniqueness and we all have this map of the world. Why, why do you think it's so hard? You're going to start straight away into the hard-hitting questions. Why do you think it's so hard for people to actually share stories of their of themselves or how they got to where they got to? Or why do, why do people find this difficult to do when really it's just talking about what has already happened in their life? Yeah, there's a couple of reasons. Um, I'll, I'll go with some simpler ones first, and then I want to, to point out something that you particularly inspired in me. Um, you know, the first ones is they don't know how to tell a story. Um, a lot of people 
try to tell stories and then this experience happens where they're talking and they can kind of see the other person's a little bit bored or disengaged. And sometimes what they'll do is they'll try and talk faster or they'll try and uh, put in more information to help bring them back, but it ends up just disengaging. And that's just not knowing how to tell a story. Um, another variations of this is either thinking A, I have too many stories to tell and I just couldn't sort them all out. Um, or B, I don't have any stories at all. My life is so boring. That one equally false. And so it's a matter of knowing how to tell stories. And then I think the more interesting problem is how people value their stories. And this is something I, I you know, personally experience quite a lot. Um, even though I, I speak on stages all the time, I'm a three-time uh, Amazon best-selling author. Uh, I've been creating content and podcasts and things for a long time. And I still sometimes struggle with, with seeing like, oh, well, you know, whatever I've had this have to say, like somebody else is smarter than me has already said it. Or, um, yeah, like it's already been said, it's nothing new, it's not that interesting, you know. <laughs> and so there's lots of times in where, where I have to face this particular beast myself. Um, and you had mentioned something uh, like, I, I can't remember specifically what you, you said when I was interviewing you on my show not too long ago, and maybe, maybe you'll recall it. Um, but there was, you, you expressed there's like people need to resonate with who you are, and that's why it's so important that you share more than just your tactics. You share who you are as a person, what you're, why you're doing what you're doing, what's going on behind the scenes, or uh, I believe you described uh, um, how you made your daughter a part of every, uh, every event. And uh, that actually personally inspired me um, in that moment. I was like, man, I'm not sharing enough of these like little moments. And, and because I've just been in the bad habit of not valuing them and not like looking at them with the right perspective and respect, um, I had missed this. And so right after our podcast, I started typing up a story. I had just had a client call me um, and tell me uh, that he was he had just refinanced his house and he was going to uh, double the size of his clinic uh, by moving into a new space and um, his family life had improved and all these things were happening and it had, it had all started around the the stories we were telling and the identity we were creating for him and had all these other ripple effects and I was like wow that's that's pretty cool like there's there's a lot more going on here than just speeches and then decided to, to start writing it up. And, and so uh, I think part of it's uh, working the muscle. Like you've got you've to work the muscle enough times and, and be consistent enough in, in showing up to get past that. And um, there's also kind of a, a good news and a bad news to this because this is like just one little slice of imposter syndrome. Um, and it shows up in many different ways. And the bad news is it's always going to show up. If you think you hit the seven figure business mark and, uh, 
and then you're you're clear and you'll never have to feel that particular sensation of imposter syndrome again sorry i know i know nine figure like maybe not nine that's probably a lot but i know somebody who has like several different six and seven figure businesses he's they're humming along and he still feels imposter syndrome because his he's not living quiet he with all these businesses he's gotta he's gotta be around to work with them and he's not being able to live quite as free as he wants to and has he values and so can he really speak to that kind of thing and so this happens everywhere and all the time and and it'll just come in different flavors as you progress but here's the important thing and the good news and i'll wrap this up um is that when you are when you are feeling that, then you know that you are too focused on yourself and not on the clients that you're, you're here to serve. And if you can focus on the clients, it's the immediate cure for imposter syndrome. How do I serve them? How do I help them? How do I make their day a little bit better instead of, oh, are they going to think I'm this? Focus on serving, and you'll you'll have a cure for imposter syndrome wherever, however, it appears. Yeah, love it, great. Um, just far too often, we just it's our own ego that gets in the way, and and our ego is there on purpose. It's part of our survival brain to protect us and to make sure that we uh, are looked after and that we're safe. So our ego is required to be able to go. Ooh, hold on. If I do that, maybe people will laugh or maybe people, so maybe just don't do that. Just stay safe. Um, so it, it's a defense that we're actually being given, which obviously isn't all that helpful. There's, there's a big part that I want to come into, into here. Quite often people go, well, business is business. It sits over this side of the wall. And personal is personal. It sits over this side of the wall. And the two don't interact. My personal life's over here and my business life's over here and there's this wall in between them. But I reckon as we've got more and more entrenched in social media and technologies and now you can find out anything you want about anybody you want in literally seconds. Uh, but it's not about being able to have to travel over the other side of the world. We're just so connected. So how does that then relate to how we should be sharing stories whether it be through video, whether it be when presenting, whether it be with clients, whether it be through content that we're putting up. Um, how do you think those two relate to, should we be a lot more personal in the things that we're sharing? Uh, should we just get rid of that wall between business and personal and just go, you know what? I just actually need to be me and just share what lights me up. What you're thinking around all of those things? Very good question. And there's, uh, you know, the, you, can, you can look at that barrier between work and life starting to blur as a good thing or a bad thing. For me, in some ways, uh, I find it to be exciting that, uh, um, you know, because it's not, it's not only the fact that work is kind of coming over into life, but like I've made my life and you have too. like my, my jobs are create great content, connect with great people 
and and you know that's pretty much that's that's the big the big ones and then serve serve and help other people make an impact and like that's that's living a dream in a lot of ways and so being able to like showcase that 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 can be good news um in in a lot of ways i'm really grateful for the journey that uh i i've taken to to get here but yeah and and a lot of us are experiencing this on various degrees of our our work life and uh you know us sharing the details of our own um personal lives and i don't think that the barrier should be completely dissolved that is to say like if you go home you know to your partner and you have a, a fight over dinner then you need to be writing a post at 9 p.m that evening being like i walked into the kitchen and there she was looking at me staring daggers i had left the toilet seat up again i knew it we we don't want to we don't want to get get into the story quite yet and and i've seen like where this can really go wrong um i remember being at an event where the host of the event was making getting preparing to make his offer and he had a new story and it it had to do with uh with a family member close to him uh enduring some sickness and uh he started like crying and tearing up and you know like emotion is a powerful beast but uh you know if you if you can't like ride that horse yet then you know don't don't get on it because it'll it'll run away with you and so that's kind of what happened to him is is people instead of feeling like resonance and like whoa this is a touching story look at how much he he cares it was like is he okay so if we can make sure that we tell the stories that we've processed that we've understood then uh then that's a good a good kind of barrier so you want to make sure that it's a story that you have like moved through emotionally and is is resolved in your life so that you can really uh own it um but there's i i think it's a matter of like seeing your life as a valuable thing because there's tons of little moments and tons of of little opportunities um and there's parallels everywhere and i think it's a matter of you know first having some good frameworks of understanding how to tell stories and how they fit together and shape uh a, a an idea and when you can understand that then you can start to apply these same frameworks over and over again to little moments you can um maybe you see your daughter you know looking for something in the house or the store and there's an allegory to this or a question that she asks you is like has this amazing parallel with how we should do our email marketing and there's uh so when you when you can start to see and just like work the muscle of of looking for these little stories and these little opportunities and starting to practice then yeah you can first of all you're going to start to create a connection people again people want to buy from people that they resonate with and they trust it's about trust like 
there's so much knowledge everywhere. I can just Google search whatever answer to whatever question I want to find. And so it's really about having somebody who, who we feel like we can trust and understand and understands us. And these stories, again, if you can be understandably be strategic with them and know how to uh, write them in a way that will uh, also showcase what it's like to work with you without feeling salesy, but also something that you're proud of sharing, you know, that you're proud of who you are and the impact you're making. And I think um, one of the most interesting things is uh, just like you can, you know, choose and like look back on your life with a lens of where are the good stories in here that I can share on my social media. What I think is an even more exciting lens is you can take an even more direct role in being the storyteller of like, how can I live a life that's interesting that creates stories for me to tell? How can I write my story in a way? How can I direct my life? And sometimes that's, you know, building in an extra hobby. Um, but but whatever, whatever like ignites your passion and ignites who you are, like examine that and explore that and expand that and know that it's valuable, not just for your self-development and growth, but that you can, this is marketing material down, downstream. But I think that, yeah, the most exciting part about knowing how to tell a good story is uh, not looking back to the past, but looking forward to your future and your life and where you are right now and, and having the choice to take up the pen and saying, here's, here's how I want this to look. Here's the story I'm telling. Yeah, great, great. So let's go down this path. Someone goes, I get it, but I'm just, I'm too logical. Like that's, I, everything's just logic to me. How do I write as a story? Like what are some of the, the, the tips? What are some of the things people can be starting to think about to actually become more story orientated when they write, when they talk, when they present? Yeah, great question. I work with a ton of, again, health and wellness experts, nutritionists. Very, They're very engineering minded. And so they like numbers and checklists. And so here's here's what I would do if I were, uh, one of the most common stories we can tell is an origin story. It could be our origin. It could be the origin of the problem that we discovered and found. There's lots of things that can be, you know, originating here, but it's, it's, it, it's basically, I found the problem. It hurt. I wanted to change. I worked on changing and I did it. And now I'm better. There's three simple acts. Act one is, is the pain. And when we, when we go into act one, um, for those who are logically minded, I would ask you, think about your customer and describe the three, three things about their experience, about their pain, about the problem that they're going through right now and in their language. So I'd have them write them down. One, two, three things. Great. Inside the story that I that we would craft 
you know, or, or I'd, I'd have these one, two, three things. And then I ask them, when did you feel like this? And very often people will, will have an answer. They'll, they'll have an answer very easily. They'll have an answer easily, but they'll also say this. I haven't told or thought about this story in years. And it's just because they, they haven't been asking the right questions. And when you start to ask, how, what's your customer like? And when did you feel like that? You can start to unlock some new memories. So within the moment of how, when did I feel like that? It's a great place to start with a story that's going to resonate with this audience and their particular problem. So you start to tell that story and it's your story true, but it's not going to be courtroom truth. Like it's going to hold up in the court of law as testimony. It needs to be, you need to weave in your audience's language. You know, you just, you, you confronting the problem, you use their words in your story. So uh, depending on on how that is, you know, people aren't going to say, um, "Oh my gosh, my tagging system on my email is is insufficient, or my mindset's not good enough." They're going to think, "I'm always frustrated," or "I don't understand these high tech systems," or um, you know, nobody's going to say, "Oh, I have gut health problems." that are making me feel this anxiety and this joint pain. Nobody thinks that. They they just they're like what is wrong with me? This does not feel like just getting older. And so when you can start to weave in your customer's language into your own story, you start to create this effect of of wow, they're reading out of my journal. And someone who's engineering minded can actually do a little bit better at telling stories like this because you can give them the three points and then you build it into the story and they'll, you know, they'll they'll weave it in and weave that language into the story and the moment that they're describing. And they it gives them a nice checklist where those that are a little more artistic minded will try and weave in a bunch of details and we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down there. Um, and so that's, that's how we construct act one in act two. This is kind of our montage of building the process of what we are, what it was like. First, there was this problem we encountered and we had to find a better way. And so I started looking for a solution that was unique in this way that I like that solved the problem in this different way. And over time I figured it out. Something simple like that. You went through a long process of costly and painful mistakes to figure out how to solve this problem. And then in Act 3, this is the, the problem is solved. And what we do is we take the same three points and we turn them into what people want. And it's very easy to do. You, you, usually it's like not enough cash flow to enough cash flow can't keep the weight off to I don't recognize the sexy beast I see in the mirror. Um, not enough confidence to I'm finally leaving my job and going to start a business because I have enough confidence to 
make my dreams come true. And so we can take those three points and just turn them into what people want. And then you ask yourself, when did I feel like this? Again, and there should be a moment that appears that you can uh, you can share. Love it. Love it. So simple. Uh, <laughs> if there was one tip, last last little question here. If there was one tip, I'm talking on video or I'm presenting on a stage or I'm doing a webinar for somebody, which is more and more and more common these days. What's one tip that makes someone just that little bit more exciting is not the right word, um, allows them to resonate more with their audience? What would you share? I would share that um, I would think about your teaching and how you teach. A lot of people teach their content wrong. And what I mean by that is a lot of times people will have a coaching program and they'll teach their coaching clients a bunch of cool stuff and their clients will get great results. And they're like, this is amazing. I'm so smart. And then they'll take that teaching content and then teach it on a stage and think that that's okay. And that's good content. I, I know it is. I, I, I believe it's good content. I do. But it's not serving the right purpose. Now, a lot of people teach how to do something a lot on the stages. But people don't necessarily want to learn how to do something at this point in their experience with you. They eventually do. But right now, they have a hard time believing that they can do it. Otherwise, they already would have done it. And so there's something blocking them. And it's not about teaching them how to do something. Because if, if it just was knowing how to do something, we would all have rock-hard 20-pack abs. Because we know you just do sit-ups. But no, it's actually being able to, to involve a decision and move us forward to something. And so instead of teaching people how to do stuff, we teach, we teach in a way that shifts their beliefs about what's possible. We teach them in a way that reframes how they see the problem. You know, for I work with a lot of health people, so I have a lot of health examples. But it's like, I don't believe that fitness or getting healthy is about eating uh, less and working out more. It's not about what you eat. That's the thing. It's more about when you eat. And everybody's like, what? I never heard that before. It's about when I eat. So I can keep eating steaks, you know, and th these questions start to come up. Or I believe that you do, you, you know, uh, you don't need to have a huge ad spend on social media in order to grow a business. It can be easy and it can be fun just from your personal profile. What? I don't have to spend money on ads? Tell me more. And so just... We, we do want to educate them and we do want to give them good information that they can put to use and put to action. But what people really want is they want a new perspective on their problem and they want to feel encouraged on how they're able to solve that. And so if you change how you teach, and again, teach to shift their beliefs about what's possible instead of how to do something, you're going to start seeing people resonate with you more. 
you're they're going to start trusting you more with the solutions and you're going to start seeing better results when you speak love it thank you good work hey that's been really insightful a uh, whole bunch of things that that i've been able to pick up and and take away and i think that the bottom line really comes down to share you start sharing more of you because yeah. why you do what you do how you do what you do what makes you unique what makes you tick are all things that people actually care about and if they don't care about it, they're not the end person that you want around anyway we have this saying uh get people to run fast towards you and faster away from you the right people will run fast towards you and the wrong people should be running fast away from you and that's okay and that's what happens when you can start sharing more of the things that uh, Kyle's been talking about within uh, today's episode. Kyle, final words. Um, I deeply feel that it's your your destiny, your divine responsibility to understand your story and be able to share who you are in a way that's aligned and lights you up and lights other people up. I think that discovering what that is changes how you show up in the world. And so um, I, I would love to offer you all a gift in order to help you on that process and on that journey. I have a mini course called the Choosing Your Perfect Story mini course, which is a very easy, easy 45 minute course that will help you go through this process I just laid out over this call of how does my customer feel? How do I turn that into a story? How do I structure that story? And so that's at thestoryengine.co, like you see below, slash perfect. And uh, there's lots of ways that you can reach out to me on Messenger through that course. And I would love to hear what you think, um, the, the big insights that you take away. And uh, again, thank you. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for listening throughout this whole uh, talk. Um, you, you listeners out there are what make uh, my life and Michael's life, you know, so, so wonderful to create things like this podcast. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Be sure to subscribe to uh, uh, the podcast as well, um, wherever, wherever Michael recommends. And, uh, and yeah, share this with somebody who can use it. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you. So that's uh, www.thestoryengine.co forward slash perfect. Uh, if you're watching it, you can see it on the screen right now. If you're listening, it's in the show notes below. Uh, again, thank you so much for joining us. That's another episode of our Get More Referrals Today podcast coming to you every single week, helping you to grow your business become more profitable, become more impactful, create this ripple effect throughout society of good. Uh, Kyle, thanks so much for joining us. So long, everyone. We'll catch you next week. Take care, all.